Hi guys, today I was joined on the podcast by Tommy Morani. Tommy is currently playing for the San Diego Legion in the MLR. We speak about how he went from playing unpaid club rugby in Argentina straight into the MLR, how he dealt with tearing his ACL three times and much more. Enjoy. Cool, so how's, uh, how's training going at the moment? What have you been up to? Uh, it's good, it's doing really good. We just arrived uh, yesterday from a... Uh, we are in preseason now and we we just arrived from a, from a camp. We did like yeah. a... Like in a desert here in California. It was pretty cool in a base military camp. It was pretty cool. So yeah, it's been good. Yeah. Yeah. So you haven't always um played rugby in the US, have you? No, no always. I actually I mean I raised in Argentina, so I played my whole life in Argentina. Actually when I was young, uh like from I start, so I started playing rugby when I was like six years old, five years old in Argentina. Um uh, but I also play football, um, soccer. I don't know how you guys call it football. Um, yeah. You know, in Argentina, it's, pretty, it's a really big, I mean, the main sport. It, um, yeah, I used to play both. Uh, but then there was one, one moment I had to decide between football and rugby because we, we were both playing on Sundays. So uh, I chose rugby, so I keep going with that. Um, but yeah, I just played my whole life in my home club in Argentina. It's called uh, Cuba, like the country. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, uh, that was my... My, my rugby in Argentina. Yeah. So at what age did you stop playing for that home club then? And how, how was that sort of transition like? So uh, I stopped playing for my home club when I was um, 20, 25, 20, 24. Mm-hmm. Um, and I then that, uh, that, that was when I uh, joined the MLR here in the States. Yeah. Uh, I came to play with Houston. Uh, in Texas, uh, and it was it was cool. I was like, I never played like a professional rugby before. I was pretty excited about it. Uh, the opportunity just came straight to me. It was um, like a, kind of like a lucky opportunity. Yeah. It was like, okay, I would take it. I want I want to try this, and yeah, it was it was really cool. It was amazing. Yeah, that's very cool. So how so how did that opportunity come? Actually, it was pretty funny. Um, I have a friend that is also from a home club. It's, uh, it's called Nicolas Solveira. He's a prop. He's now playing the Pro D2 in Montauban. Um, he was playing Houston at the moment. They were doing precision. I was in Argentina, like doing precision with my home club, uh, just thinking my next season. And actually, in that moment, I was in vacation. I was in Brazil, a country near Argentina. I was in the beach having some food, some drinks, you know, relaxing. And my friend called me like, hey, can I talk to you? I was like, nah, bro. I'm like, I'm chilling. <laughs> I'll call you later. I was like, no, no, this is really important. I need to talk with you. I say, like, okay, what happened? What's going on? Tell me, listen, uh, there was a, uh, there was a guy here that got, just got injured and they need a, a center. And I recommend you. I think mm. they're, they're going to, I think they're going to call you. So just be aware. Give me your phone with you. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's actually, that's how, how it happened. Uh, the, wow. uh, I talked, I spoke with the coach. Uh, he saw my footy videos. Um, he liked me, so I was like, yeah. He was like, do you want to join us next season, uh, next week? I said, okay, yeah, why not? Wow. So, so yeah, it was, it was pretty fun. Wow. And did you have an agent at that point? No, I didn't. Um, and this, my friend, um, he told me, okay, my agent's going to talk to you. Now it's going to be your agent. Um, just sign whatever he sends you and just say yes. Wow. And it was, it, it was pretty fun, yeah. Oh. So if you didn't get that phone call, what do you think you'd be doing now? No, uh, I think because it's always been 
like a dream to me play uh, professional rugby. So I think I will keep trying to. Maybe I didn't. I don't know if I'm still playing in Argentina or maybe I was lucky enough to get another team. But I don't know. I think. I mean, maybe I was. I was. I'm still in Argentina. I don't know. I, I really don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That is very interesting. So in Argentina, then were you getting paid to play for that club before anything? No, it's completely amateur rugby. Uh, I was working, uh, having a full-time job. I was studying in university. Uh, it was pretty busy. Um, yeah, it was just like a normal life. Wow. So that must have been a complete lifestyle change then? 100%, yeah. It was completely different. It was uh, um, a different country, different culture. Uh, but it was just, I mean, I'm glad that that happened. Yeah, I can imagine. Well, how like how difficult was it having that complete lifestyle change? Like, I'm going from guessing from like training twice a week to training every day. It must have been difficult. Um, yeah, yeah, I know, I know what you mean. Um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't maybe at the beginning. I, I was so excited that I didn't even think about it. You know, like I was okay. I'm gonna play uh, professional footies. Like, uh, it's my dream. Um, so I don't even think about that. I'm really excited. Uh, training every day, doing the thing I love. Like, wow, I can't believe this is a real job. You know, like. I can't believe I'm doing this. Um, and it was also was pretty easy because uh, I, I went well with uh, my friend. He's one of my best mates, uh, this Nico, this guy. Uh, so he made me all my my my, my stuff there easier. Uh, there were also other um, two Argentina more, one Uruguayan guys who were speaking the same language. So they made my my welcome really easy and really, really warm. Yeah. So what do you think you did that? Because a lot of people struggle when they move to new clubs, especially in different countries like that. So what did you do that made that like transition easy for you? Um, I really don't know. I think it just, well, as I told you, my friends, I mean, these Argentinian guys that I only knew, uh, my, my mate from my home club, they made my, my stay there really like warm. They like, mm -hmm. the first day I arrived, they came to my house, they say hi, they say, they, they, they introduced themselves. Um, they were helping me with all the paperwork you had to do here in the States, uh, all the medical stuff. You know, they were, okay, I get you to this place. We, oh, now we got to go to this place, the bank accounts, like all, all the stuff that were new for me. Um, they make it really, really easy. Also, the, the team was pretty was pretty good too. So they, they, helped me, they helped me a lot. So I think the transition was pretty easy. It wasn't, wasn't that uh, hard. I wasn't expecting. So I think it's, yeah, it was, it was, it was easy. Yeah, yeah. And um, was there any points like since that's happened where you've like lost any enjoyment out of it? Um, no, actually, no, actually, I, I think I'm enjoying it even more now because I I know what's going on. I know what's happening. Maybe at the beginning I was like, oh, this kind of new. Uh, I mean, I, I was blessed too. I was like so happy. But now that I'm more conscious, maybe I'm older. I don't know. Um, uh, I see like I really enjoy it every day. You never know when it's gonna be your last season your last game your last training so i'm trying to see see that way so i can really enjoy it every every day every day i wake up and say okay i'm going to work let's come playing food you know that's great I'm going to gym I'm going to train with the boys so yeah i try to see that way so so it's like yeah i really enjoy that so no i never i never lost interest about it yeah and in terms of the actual rugby it was a big step up oh yeah yeah the, the level of rugby was yeah it was i remember the first game I was like wow these guys are big you know like um, yeah. they're fast, they're big, they're strong, they're stronger, they're, they're way better than the, the rugby used to, used to play. Uh, but I think I, I adapt really quickly. And maybe the first couple of games were tough. Um, 
but I think maybe the second or third game was like, okay, I know I know what I'm doing. Yeah. And I was I was pretty confident for um, to myself. So uh yeah, it was it was good. I think I was learning a lot every turn in with uh, great players. Uh, I got the, the first year, I got the chance to to train to be in the same team as Osea Colina Sao, the seventh legend of Fiji. Um and he was really funny. He he was really uh really into the Archies. So um yeah, we're Teach me a lot and I learned a lot, a lot. He was really, he's the humblest guy I ever met. And yeah, I, I learned a lot with him. Yeah. Are there any like other traits you noticed about the very good players which you sort of looked up to? So, uh, well, now in my team, I'm, I'm playing with, uh, you know, um, with Ma, Ma Nonu. Um, and he's just pretty, he's pretty cool, man. It's like, actually, uh, he's, also, he, he's like he's a center. He's like t- really taking us, uh, take care of us. All the center. He's like, okay, we gotta go to this, go to dinner. Uh, we do our own trainings, our own meetings. Uh, he he really tries to involve us all together. With this and also I'm learning a lot. Uh, he's a really humble guy, a really good guy. Uh, he knows a lot. He has all his experience of footy of rugby. He's crazy and and. Every day and trying to uh, at uh, at his size, uh, mm. so I can like I don't know, learn a little bit more mm. every day. And it's it's pretty cool. So, what do you think makes um, Nonu so good? Um, I think he's. I mean, his mentality is is, all, is another level. Like he he never want to lose. He he don't like losing. He he I don't know. Uh, he's all the time, I want to win, right? He's, he's. I think his mindset, like, I'm not losing against you. I'm gonna win you. I'm gonna smash you. You know, whatever. Um, and also, all his decision, execution, and decision in the field is also in another other level. He can see things that nobody can. Mm. So I think that's making really, really special. Yeah, the thing. So you must do uh, a hell of a lot of traveling then around to play all the other teams. Oh yeah, yeah. The well, the stage, you know, it's pretty big. So we're in San Diego in the West Coast, really close to Mexico, like down, uh, down uh, south uh, west of the states. Um, six hour flight, um, and three hours, three hours different uh, time time different. So uh, it's sometimes pretty it's pretty tough flying there. Like on a Friday morning, we arrive at uh, Friday night. The next day, yeah. you gotta play, and then you come back. And I mean, it's, sometimes it's tough. And yeah, the good thing about that is like you get a, you get to know uh, a lot of a lot a lot of places here in the country that are really beautiful. So yeah, so always good points and bad points, right? But it's okay. Yeah, and have you have you got a family that you live with? Yeah, I live with my wife. Um, it must be difficult to like have that, and then also be having to travel the whole time, or no? Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, she's she's okay with that. She she doesn't mind. And also, like, if we go to play, for example, I don't know, to New Orleans, something like a, a place she would like to know, she tried to come with us uh, and to have like a small vacation, a weekend, just to know the city and come back. Uh, so it's, I think it's, it's that she's cool with that. Yeah, I was just, I was just thought it must be really difficult, like all the flying around for different games. Well, yeah, it, it is. It is difficult. It, it is difficult. Um, 
um, mostly when these games are in telling you like New York or Boston, but they're in the, in the other coast of the, state, of the country, you know, like five, six hours free, uh, of, of flight, even sometimes we got to stop. So, for example, we go from San Diego to, to Houston or to Texas, Texas, Dallas, whatever. We just stop there that we continue all the three hours. Um, when you arrive to the to the other state, it's three hours more of time lapse, you know, like, so it's, it is hard. It is hard. It's part of the game. So, yeah, you just, just got to take it. You know, it's going to be the whole weekend. It's going to be tough. But, yeah, just going to take it and go and try to get the, get the win back to, to San Diego. Yeah, yeah. How do they manage it with, um like, training and gym sessions? So, so I take it you, you travel the day before the game and then do you travel back in the evening of the game or the... <laughs> Well, well, depends. Sometimes, uh, even sometimes, we uh, sometimes we play Saturday or Sunday or even Fridays. We can play. So, depending on which day of the game, maybe we try one day before, maybe two if we are mm-hmm. lucky. So we can adapt to the to the time last. Um, and when we finish, if we play in the afternoon, early afternoon, maybe at that night we'll come. We'll uh, start going back. If we play uh, that uh, night, uh, maybe I the think- next morning we're coming back. Mm. Um, so yeah, um, it depends on what time we're playing or when. Cool. Yeah. So, um, what's this season like looking like for you then? Uh, well, we are playing 16 games, if I am not wrong. Uh, I think we're playing eight at home, eight away. So it's like half and half, but it's good because we, because San Diego has a good weather. So we start, um, the first games we play at home here in San Diego, so it's good. Because if we go to, for example, New York or to the East Coast, it's going to be freezing. It's actually snowing. So here in San Diego, where it's pretty cold. Uh, so the first games we play here, and then, well, we start like going to other other states and coming back. Uh, we have two by weeks. Uh, but yeah, pretty excited. Pretty excited about it. I think this year we have a really, really good team. We have a new stadium. Brand new stadium here in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Start playing in, so yeah, really, really excited about it. Yeah, it's very interesting. Um, what do you think? Like, where's the MLR headed? As in, like, is it going to be more players similar to you? Do you think coming from Argentina, or are they trying to have more like homegrown players? Uh, no, I think the rugby here is growing a lot. Like uh, the community, every team I know, every team in the MLR has like a like a proper uh, function of trying to uh, uh, grow the, the rugby where, wherever the cities they are. Um, every team is doing a really good job. And I think actually they are, they are started getting like good players from the college, from the high schools, like uh, San Diego now has like an academy under 18 um, uh, in your soul. So it's like, it's really good. Like these guys, these young Guys are from high schools, they stop uh, stop schools, and they like you know, like in Argentina, maybe in the UK or wherever, they just finish uh, the school and go to go to training. Um, and I think yeah, it's growing a lot. Also, a lot of foreigners gonna come to mm-hmm. to 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 them. they are growing a lot in a good way, and so yeah, I think it's gonna grow and grow, and maybe even more more franchise, more teams are gonna join a couple of years, next few years. Um, so, yeah, I think it's growing pretty, pretty fast. It does look like it's just, like, America is so big, so there's so much yeah. opportunity there, but it looks very difficult. Yeah, yeah, it is difficult at the same time, but, yeah, um, 
I think I think people here they don't really know about rugby, but mm. once they know, once they hear, or once they see rugby, they really like it. You know, like there's a lot of guys running with the ball, uh, tackling each other. Mm. So I think you know. I think Americans like those kind of sports, yeah, uh, like full American football. Um, and yeah, I think with all all these people here, uh, the, a lot of states, I think they have a lot of potential to grow grow the league. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, what's your sort of um, plans then for you, like moving forward? Um, well, I'm, now I'm thinking more about um, this season coming. Uh, really, really excited, as I told you. Uh, I think we are a really good squad, a really good team for this season. I like the staff, the, co- the, the coaching we have, uh, the players. And then, I don't know, just, I like to see my, like, my objectives uh, in a small, short, uh, short term, right? So, for now, I'm coming back from an ACL injury from last year. I think yeah. I got, like, two months more. And I'm going to be, I think, when the season starts, I'm going to be already uh, clear to go. So that's good. I'm excited about that. That's my first uh, goal. Then, I don't know, just try to be in the first in the starting team, yeah. have a good season. Um, hopefully, because I was I was born here in, actually, I was here in the States. I was here in Miami. I was uh, born in Miami. Oh. So, but by race in Argentina. Um, uh, so hopefully, I don't know, I can have like a, like a, a national team uh, approach or something like that. You know, I'm, I really want to, that's one of my biggest goals, actually, like being part of the national team. Uh, so yeah, hopefully that's that's that will happen. Yeah. Have you heard? Have you had any like contact from them yet, or? Uh kind of. Yeah. Uh, no, not, not nothing official. Nothing official, but yeah, kind of a, of an approach. Uh, now, uh, actually, the head coach I used to be uh, Gary Gold. He's he's not more involved anymore. So yeah, we will see. But yeah, hopefully, hopefully, I can be there. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so how was it going through that ACL injury then? Was that is that the first like big injury you had? Actually, no. I, I had a this is actually the third time I do my ACL. Mm-hmm. So it was it was pretty tough. It was last year uh, against Dallas in the middle of the season. I was having a good season, and yeah, this happened. It was pretty devastating. Actually, I, I remember it was I was really sad, really really sad. I sometimes in my mind like okay maybe I'm not going to be able to play rugby anymore because it was the third time I did the ACL in the same knee uh, it was it was really tough I so, said like maybe not in, I don't know like I was thinking about my career I, I'm 27 years old I think I got pretty much to play Um, uh, yeah I was, I was really sad but yeah then all the boys helped me a lot the physio uh, here in San Diego my wife helped me a lot actually my family and yeah I just um, I almost done with the ACL uh, but yeah, it was it was really hard, hard times. Yeah. Do you have any advice for someone going through something like that? Yeah, hundred um, percent. At the beginning, there's nothing, nothing, or no one that can help you. It's only you. That's what I feel. I have actually five uh, surgeries. I got three ACLs, uh, then one ankle injury and one foot injury. Uh, so I think I pretty experienced in these these things uh but what i would say is uh just don't give up there's there's a lot of time there's a lot of opportunities uh maybe sometimes you see that you are in the dark you see any light but what i take of every injury i got 
uh, it's like uh, I, I learned something. I spent time doing uh, things that maybe if I play rugby, I couldn't spend more time with my family, maybe with my friends. Uh, all Of course, all the time uh, I was working really hard for recovering. But um, just there's there's hope. Always there's hope. There's always uh, um, good things at the end. Maybe you can't see those things the first in the very beginning, the first couple of months. You see everything's like in the dark. But there is, there is a, at the end of the tunnel, it's always the light. Yeah, yeah, that's a very good way to look at it. Like right after it happened, the third ACL injury, talk to me just about like your initial reaction. It must have been devastating. It was actually, <laughs> I was like, I was, uh, we were playing against Dallas. Uh, I was just running and I hear my knee cracking. I said, no, no way, no way. I fall into the ground. I start crying like a baby. Not because of the pain. I was devastated. I was start crying because I, I, all these things came to my head. Like, you're not going to play anymore. This is the third time you did your ACL. Uh, you know, like all bad things. I was like crying like a baby. I couldn't stop crying for like, I don't know, hours. I was devastated. devastated. It, was, it was really hard, really hard. So, yeah. I mean, I think we play at, we finished the game at like 8 p.m. It was like 12 p.m. I was still crying, you know, like... Uh, but it was good because the next day I was like, okay, new day. We got we got to do something for this. You know, you can't like cry forever. So mm-hmm. it was good. I cried a lot. So I just like, uh, I, I would feel way, like um, I feel way better the next day. So yeah. And then from then from that on, I saw like, okay, now you got to focus on your recovery, right? Yeah. What you got to do, what's the best you got to do to be, to come back to the pitch as early as you can, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So your your family, obviously your wife, your friends, did they help a lot? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, so my wife was watching me on the TV, and she told me that as she see see me like grabbing my face, and she knew that my knee was something wrong. Uh, yeah. Then when I arrived to the to the locker room, I grabbed my phone. I see all of my messages from from my mom, from my dad, from my wife. Uh, my friends, like, hey, what happened? Are you okay? Um, so I spoke with my wife. I told her, I think, hey, listen, I think I, I told my ACL, you know, I was crying. Uh, she was crying too. It was kind of like a bad situation, but it was, I mean, um, it was, it was, it was good. I talked with them. I talked with my mom. I, I talked with my dad. I talked with my friends the next day. Um, and yeah, they helped me a lot. Like every time they knew maybe I was like kind of like a down, emotional like I don't know, turn it down they call me or they say hey come on you know all these you know you're coming stronger than ever so yeah they, they were really really helpful for me yeah and then so you have that initial obviously it's, it's terrible and then you have the surgery what are your emotions like after that uh after surgery yeah it's kind of like also I mean not devastating but it's like kind of like oh okay we go again you can't even move you can't even walk it's painful to, to have a piece, you know, like only like you can you have to go in the day you lay down in the bed. Yeah, they have to give you the food. It's like kind of like a pain in the ass, kind of like it's really it's really bad. But yeah, it's it's part of the process, right? That's 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 first first couple of weeks, maybe the first two months. That's the hardest thing. But once you start passing those those days and those weeks and those those months, uh you'll start feeling better, you'll start doing the new things at the at the rehab at the gym, so you gotta take that that as a win, as a win, right? So okay, if last week I couldn't 
walk straight and now I can, that's a win. So yeah. that's how you see the things and you keep positive. You know, it's really hard. Um, yeah, it was, yeah. 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 And you said you were able to, to focus on things outside of rugby. Does that help a lot too? Um, yeah, that's what helped me a, a little bit. Um, of course, uh, being away of my family, because I stay here the whole off-season too. Um, away with my family, away with my friends. Uh, it was hard to do new stuff because I was here in the States. I was going every day to the, to the, to the club just to do the rehab. Then, yeah, coming, coming home. But yeah, I talked a lot with my friends. I, I was doing like, uh, I was studying a little bit. Um, so that helped me a little, uh, also helped me a little bit to be focused on something else, not only like, uh, the rehab and rugby. Um, so yeah, doing, doing other stuff is, is good sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, so what's it like at the moment now? Like, what's the rehab looking like? Oh, it's good. I'm like, almost, I'm not with the physios anymore. I'm like training with the, with the team, uh, doing everything instead of contact. That's my my last step. I have to, um, last yeah step. I have to do, but uh, yeah, I think today's uh, yeah we're the kind of end of January. The season begin uh, mid February, so maybe the beginning of March gonna be hundred percent to play. So hopefully, that's yeah that's the date right uh, beginning of March. Yeah, that's great news. How how hard is it um like watching preseason when everyone else is training and you can't. You know, it's hard because you want to be there. I know it's nobody that want to do precision actually. It's like, oh, precision, you got to run a lot, but it's good for you. It's like nobody want to do it, right? Uh, but but seeing the boys suffering and running a lot and hitting each other and you know, putting the, the, the work into the table, it's like, oh, I want to be there with them, right? I want to be sweating with them. Um, I want to be part of this because no one want to be outside watching if you are there, like you want to be in the beach training with them. So, yeah, it is sometimes it's hard. Uh, but that's give you a little of motivation to okay next week maybe when I'm gonna be in the beach I wanna do uh, I'm gonna give it all I wanna be sweating with the boys so it's so it's good. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah I guess like the thing with injuries is they're just like they can come up out of nowhere like we totally don't expect them at all. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's why I'm saying like you never know what's gonna be your, your last training, your last game, your last season, because injuries yeah. part of part of the game. Um and um, yeah, it's, you never know. So I just take the uh, every training, every every game. Uh, I will take it like if like, like if it's your last, because you never know if you're gonna have an injury. Hopefully, um, I can be able to play the whole season. I wanna be able to don't have any any more injuries anymore. But yeah, we'll see. But yeah, that's that's our thing now, right now. Yeah, I feel like it sort of helps you. One of the positives is it helps you enjoy it a lot more when you're back as well because you're so grateful to be to be there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just start seeing the things in our way when you when you are outside the, outside the field uh, when you're injured, and that's how, as I told you before. Yeah, you just I, that's how I see the things now. I try to enjoy every everything even more. Like just going in the morning, uh, even if you have to wake up at five in the morning. I said, I'm going to do the thing a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, um. So yeah, it's like just enjoying it even even more every day. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so have you have you thought about like plans after rugby at all? Uh not really much. I mean, I'm starting to do some coaching, like coaching, for example. Uh, I start doing some coaching. I'm gonna be now uh, 
assistant coach of one of the home clubs here in San Diego, oh. uh, under under sixteen and under eighteen, on back Wallabies. Uh, uh, so yeah, I mean, not really much. I didn't think. I didn't thought about it. Uh, maybe I will have to start thinking about it. I, I don't know. I will see. Uh, I will just. I would like the things flow and see where I, where I can get. First, I want to focus on rugby. Maybe when I'm older, I'm 27. Maybe when I start with 30s, maybe we'll start thinking about what's, what's, what I'm going to do after rugby. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, sometimes I like to finish. What sort of advice would you give your younger self if you could go back? Um, just to maybe I was a little bit lazy. Um, when I was younger, I would say, okay, train, train harder. You never know when the opportunity will come. Uh, you never know when you're going to get up to the train. Maybe the train only came once and never comes again. Uh, but yeah, just keep training hard and enjoy it. Maybe enjoy it even more. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think that's, that's what I would say. Yeah, cool. Um, look, mate, thank you so much for coming on. That was really interesting. And like, thank you for being open about the injury as well.